Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the Movie Moron. This is the Movie Moron Podcast. I am your host, Easton Moore. Kool-Aid is fucking awesome. <laughs> it fucking is. Um, and then uh, all the way over to uh, my right is our practical co-host, Trevor. Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Correct. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> our all-time guest, Tristan. He's so beautiful. Thanks, Tristan. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to do uh, kind of two movies here, but the first movie is going to be really fast. Trevor didn't watch it. I didn't. And, I was um, supposed to, and I went to sleep instead. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but it's a comedy, and I'm just a Burt Kreischer fan, and Tristan's kind of a Burt Kreischer fan. Um, and so we wanted to at least chat about it real quick. So we went and watched The Machine, and so we're going to do a quick five uh, on that. If it's even five minutes, it doesn't matter. And then <laughs> we're going to do The Little Mermaid, which is the big movie of the week. Um, and if you're listening right now... Um, be prepared for next week because we have the big release of Across the Spider-Verse. So yeah, we do. be excited for that. Okay. Um, flipping all over the place. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just give a, um, just some general thoughts on whether you recommend it or not. Um, we're not going to do any spoilers and we're not going to do spoilers later. Just kind of talk about how you thought the movie was. This is Burt Kreischer's first movie. He didn't direct it, direct it, but he was obviously a major producer um and uh he was the lead actor in it mm-hmm. so yeah um i really liked the flashback thing that they did i like how they did it i wasn't like the previews for it yeah i was expecting it to start off when he was in college and then me too and but it wasn't that way or i thought it was gonna do a like we're in the now, and then we cut to a flashback that's a 20-minute-long flashback. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't do it that way. Nope, it was inner... Spoiler. Um, but I liked it. I yeah. liked how they did it. Yeah. I thought they did a good job of um, like, making it clear of when it was a flashback. Yes. Uh, one, um, there's cool scenery changes. Uh-huh. Uh, like, it's the same place, and the- but it looks completely... I'm in there. Um like all the things that they do is yeah. it's the same place. The picture looks different. It's the same place, but it is 25 years prior, 30 years prior. So like the setting looks different, even though it's the same place. They do a film grain that makes mm-hmm. it look like it was filmed 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And then they have different actors. So all of that is cool things to make you know yeah. that you're in the past. Because sometimes movies struggle when, with Yeah. That. When you're going in and out of the future and the pa- or present and past, sometimes yeah. it's hard to tell. Um, like you may be two minutes into a scene before you realize you're in the past and it can get annoying. This one, you know, right away. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked that. Um, it's pretty gory. What do you call it? Um, comedy gore. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's comic gore. Um, it tries to be bloody for shock value, um, to create just comedic bits off of the gore. Some people like that. Some people don't. I thought it was an odd fit for this movie. Um, but it does try to kind of be an action movie. Um, mm-hmm. And you get that from the trailer. But they definitely heavily leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think was kind of a detriment. I think it needed yeah. to be less action and more comedic. Because the, the fun parts of this movie were not the action. I don't yeah. think. Um, I think they I were agree. there to kind of progress the 
overarching, you know, story of uh, him being kidnapped. But, um, yeah, the funny things weren't necessarily with that, especially with the extreme gore parts. They were just more like, this is gross, not funny. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of their point, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, our theater was cracking up several times throughout this movie, <laughs> yeah. um, but they were never cracking up the gore part. So yeah, it just shows that fair. that wasn't really necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this could have been much more of a straight up comedy yeah, uh, and kind of s- tried to stay away from the action bit. So, yeah. Um, I think Bert did a great job. His acting he's was not fantastic. Well, no, but it's his first time and he's yeah. the main actor. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Fun fact here. Um, Bert, I just saw this and I had heard this before, um, but I just got reminded of it. Bert Kreischer was actually supposed to be um, the main actor in Van Wilder. Oh. Not Bert, not uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So that movie was wrote for Bert. Um, Whoa. because that, that whole movie is based off of Bert's life in college. What? So he, he went to college for seven well, years at Florida state movie, university. So. Yeah. And like, it's just supposed to be about this party animal guy. And Bert had articles written about him in, in college and <laughs> whatever. Like he would have been yeah. front face of barstool sports or whatever Why? in today's age. But so it was, uh, that movie was written for him and nobody would pick it up because, Bert said, if you want to take my story, I have to be the lead in it. Mm. And nobody would take the movie with him as the lead. Um, and eventually somebody uh, took the same exact story and like uh, just changed the name of the main character and casted Ryan Reynolds and mm. they made National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Wow. And Bert was going to sue because it was his script his i mean i don't know if it was his i don't right. know if he wrote the script right but it was his story he told the story he so he was in part of making the script and then they just because he made no he made no money off of that yeah um but he said somebody came up to him and said um if you want to make it in this business because he was already doing comedy at that point um he wasn't big but he was mm-hmm. doing comedy he's like if you want to go any further in your career you can't start like you can't sue because then nobody will want to work with you. Nobody will want to work with you because you, you you've gotten the you've gotten that reputation That's, of suing. Yeah. So it really sucks. Ouch. Um, yeah, but you know what? Burt Kreischer made it happen. I mean, he's yeah. one of the top five at least touring artists and or comedians I in mean, the world. I mean, he's probably a lot more successful. I mean, I'm sure the movie would have been fine, but. But he also was never like he's not yeah. an actor, so yeah. Uh, I mean, he's trying, That's, yeah. And and he does. I think he does fine in this. But you, the acting overall in this movie is not fantastic. Sure. Um, but like you kind of it's you kind of expect that with a comedy movie. Yeah, so it's not it's not a say. big deal. I think the problem is is that they try to make it feel like it's not a comedy. Yeah. They try to make it feel like a drama action movie with a lot of comedy in it when yeah. in reality they should have just leaned into yeah, this being a comedy um, or just a comedy action. And they, and they, I don't know if they fully did that. I think, uh, yeah. I think producers got a hand on it and wanted to kind of modernize it and, and create a more dramatic scenes sure. and, and stuff. So, yeah. um, but overall that's, that's 
kind of, you know, we've kind of just been talking yeah. back and forth. That's, I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun, but there's a lot of stuff that was not great. Um, mm-hmm. But all in all, I, I did have a lot of fun. It looked like Bert had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill looked very awkward the entire time. I think he was supposed to, though. Yeah, he was. Um, and it so was just funny. weird. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. So. There's a, do I recommend it? Um, this is a hard rated R movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be aware of that. But I think if you're a Burt fan or oh, if you're, if or you're a, a Burt fan, comedy, you've already watched it or a but, comedy. Yeah. Like his type of com. Like if you're, you know what I, you know what I'm trying to say? No, oh. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> just, if you're, I'm, I mean I'm like I'm if kidding. you're a com, com. If you're a com. Oh. Stop that. If hey, you oh. are. <laughs> If you're a comedy, fan, if you're I'm, a stand-up comedian fan, yes, I think it's what you're trying to uh, go like for. his kind of style, like fun, goofy, party random, yeah. party, Shirtless. yeah. Then even if you don't know him, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I would just say if you like comedy, you're gonna laugh. So that's kind of sure. So if you like comedy movies, you're gonna laugh. This isn't like this isn't the old '90s comedies, like I don't know, Grandma's Boy. If Adam's listening, but you know. Um, it's not 2000s like super bad or something like that, but it is a comedy. You'll get a laugh. It's an hour and 30, yeah, hour and 40 minutes, I think. So, um, yeah. Okay. So now we will pivot to the little mermaid, um, and get all of our thoughts on the live action remake of the little mermaid. Do you have the song going? Oh, you're not allowed to. Sorry. No, I'm not. Yeah, I would get flagged. Yeah. Trevor? What song were you going to have going? I wasn't going to have any. She just pulled that out of her ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my thoughts? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. You, you want to know what my thoughts on this movie are? If I can get my mic we're to going for the thoughts. be correct here. Oh. Uh, sorry, listeners, as I rearrange that. Tristan's going for the uh, thoughts, I guess. Don't say so, that. Don't repeat it. <laughs> so so here's, here's my thoughts since you asked so nicely. Uh, What's her name? This movie opens up uh, with a Hans Christian Andersen quote. Uh, it does. Reminding us that Hans Christian Andersen, Little Mer- Story of the Little Mermaid, is a better version than the actual Little Mermaid story. Uh, so in general, I don't personally... I mean, the story is just, in general, is uh, original and the remake, is kind of vain. Like... Uh, this this per this individual rejects who she is naturally and pursues uh basically a guy like she talks about wanting to be with humankind and then what clinches it is she sees saves this guy from drowning and falls in love with him and then that's kind of the final push to go get her get a, get her human legs instead of her sea legs uh and so that that already just doesn't quite sit with me just as a person. So how I, I want to make that a, a pretense before we get into it. Um, this just like every other Disney movie, man, or Disney live action remake. This is it's fine, but they they're so obsessed. I just ranted about this whole movie earlier to a friend of mine, so oh. I, I might be coming off hot. Sorry, <laughs> they're so obsessed with like taking the live and live action and that's what makes the remake like underwater is dark and not very fun looking to me granted i I will admit i was asleep for under the sea but 
Uh, I was dozing off by the time we hit under the sea. The first score. act is an hour long. And the first and the act two is... two hour, 15 minute movie. And it's really boring. Yeah. It's and, extremely boring. And like every choice they made for underwater. We get like, an angsty teen. And, yeah. And in the end, now that t- that being said, I did like Hallie Bailey. I thought she did. I thought she did, especially above water. I thought she was great when she actually got to act and not just be a face on a CGI mermaid's body underwater uh the hair was awful the hair was on everybody the hair was so bad it's almost like having to cgi 28 people's hair is a bad idea right (laughs) i although melissa mccarthy i think is the only one you know who did this right avatar right (laughs) yeah you just film people underwater yeah that's what a live action underwater movie would have been and guess what you wouldn't have to legitimately cgi their whole entire body but they wanted them to move like they do in the cartoon and you can't do that with live people uh anyway so yeah the underwater stuff really rubbed me the wrong way i think Um, that's kind of where this whole live action thing it like what makes it a bad idea yeah. I was about to these, say. These, these cartoons are cartoons because you can't do it with real people. Right. Lion King, you can't <laughs> do with real animals. And guess what? They, they, what they took from that is, oh, you know what? People really enjoyed our natural ge- National Geographic take on the Lion King. Let's make Flounder look like an actual fish. Yeah. I will say they, the, the Sebastian's Did, got some personality. Yeah. The way he moves I, is actually pretty. I chuckled pretty, at Sebastian a few times. I He's think a the, funny Jamaican. I think the theater well, only tr- laughed at Sebastian. Well, Trevor, you were the first one to laugh at any joke from our theater. I don't remember what the joke was, but I do remember letting it a hearty ha. Yeah, and you <laughs> yeah. Were, that was the first laugh. I think there were three times where people laughed in the theater. You were the first. <laughs> and I was like, is Trevor really going to be the only person that laughs at a joke throughout this movie? Right. If that's the case, that's bad. Right. Uh, Sebastian is David Diggs, who I am a fan of. He's uh, he was in Hamilton because guess what? Lin Manuel Miranda, God bless him, but he's got his sticky little fingers in all over this movie. Uh, along with Lin Manuel Miranda, the first inkling I had that he was in that is Scuttle's rap that Aquafina does, <laughs> and I was like, I guarantee you, he's a part of. And sure enough, he's, um, he did. And David Diggs, I'm sure he helped get David Diggs that role. Uh, he did good though. He did. On the flip He's side, a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side of of the the worst song, and, and that movie or that song is getting raked on the internet. Good. People, yeah. but stop. Am I allowed to say that? I think so. Okay. Um, uh, Tristan loved it. She was singing it today. To be fair, on the flip it's side, ha- uh, Halle Bailey's first song she sings. Uh, that's not from the original movie. The the one about oh. gravity like falling is really really good, and I thought she did a really good job with she it. She sounds great. She's got a great. That's voice. not the problem. Yeah, the pro- <laughs> Well, and along with that, all these songs, like the Little Mermaid songs, aren't just like oh, they're the songs from the Little Mermaid. They're classics. Like people that haven't even seen the movie know part of your world and mm-hmm. know poor unfortunate souls. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I do think Melissa McCarthy does that song some pretty good justice. But, she did good. Yeah. So I, you are not a Little Mermaid fan, right? I mean, it's fine. It's not my favorite. But, but how many times did you watch the movie in the last ten years? Uh, maybe twice. Okay. Are you a big fan of the cartoon? Um, honestly, I forgot the story. So. Oh, so no. I mean, it, it's whatever. I like okay. her. She's fine. 
I was a little curious if, um, I mean, I'm just going to, I mean, obviously there's a lot of controversy around this movie because it's Halle Berry instead of a white redheaded lady. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they changed a lot of things in that part and made it much more diverse and more ethnic. They yeah. had a lot of ethnic music yeah. and dancing and the island. All I, the sisters were different. What, no, I don't, even, I don't even mean that. I mean when they were on the island. It's it's a very inclusive island. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so I halfway through this movie, I'm like this. I don't even know if this really feels like, like Ariel's story. This just feels like a completely different character and a whole different story mm. with just similar notes. With there's a king of the sea and... They're, they find a prince, but like, I, I so I, my point, I'm just like, why don't you just create a new mermaid and have a new story that you can have more leniency? You, can't do that, oh, okay. you would have been able to have more leniency in your story. Um, you wouldn't have any complaints about switching old characters to new characters and, and any of that. You would have been able to uh, have all of uh, the, um, very good, I think, cultural scenes that were on the beach and all that. I thought those were fun scores and stuff and fun dances and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, it just felt very little like the original story that I remembered. The I only think- thing I remember, like, the story that felt the same to me was just a prince, a father, and then some musical scores. I think it's pretty close to Shot for Shot remake. Well, there's an extra forty minutes. That's not I know, possible, uh, right? But I mean, like, I mean, like they. I think they added to it rather than, like, I think they should have done a shot for shot remake, but they did, and then added all this extra stuff. Sure. I, along with those lines, though, um, <laughs> Ursula's point. I mean, uh, we'll talk about more spoilers, but like, I think the weakest part of this movie is Ursula's plan doesn't make sense. Like in the first, in the original, it does, but in this, it's. It's stupid. Uh, and then what's funny, I so I that's actually a thing that I thought Disney did well. I thought, you know, they, they're taking this new take on on not even necessarily new take. They're just like, okay, we're we're having people of color be be these main characters, blah blah blah. We're having this really inclusive island. It's not a Danish a Danish castle thing. It's uh or Denmark wherever it's at. It's it's like a very Caribbean island. It's a well, very that's why obviously I would say South, would Afri- South make America. Makes sense just to have a like a in the same world of Little Mermaid. Yeah, it's just not Ariel. That would make so much more sense because you're in a whole new place. You've got a whole new cast of sisters. A whole new world, really. I, I don't a whole know that new that world. makes a whole lot of difference where it takes place at though. I mean, if they remade Star Wars and they didn't start it in Tatooine, that would be kind of a pissy way to restart Star Wars. You'd be like, no, this you can't, it's not even the right, you're not even the right planet. Well, let me let me finish my thought here. So Never. I thought I thought they did a good they they I think that's what Disney needs to do. I think if they're going to do these remakes, they need to do some course correction on stuff and they need to promote inclusivity, all that good stuff. But here's the thing. And I'm going to say this because it's in the original, so it's going to be in this. Uh, and like, so for that, great, good for them. But then they make Melissa McCarthy's Ursula this little skinny woman, and Melissa McCarthy is not that. And in the original, when she transforms to like go seduce Eric or whatever, she looks like Ariel just with black hair instead of red. But in this, they get a whole new actress to to play. Yeah, the, the came up or disguised Ursula. <clears throat> it's because 
No, I won't say why. And but. so I was thinking, I was like, okay, Disney, like, good job being inclusive or whatever. But now you're like, oh, the only way, the only reason she was able to seduce Eric and is she cast a spell on him and she made herself look like a skinny, attractive woman or whatever. So anyway, I was like, if you're going to do all this course correction and you're going to make it seem like you're trying to promote inclusivity and make it seem like you're going to, you're trying to course correct from things that may have been taken wrongly in the past. You didn't do everything. You still messed That's up in fair. some spots. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. On your point though, earlier, I do like that they decided to move locations with the diver. Cause it would not yeah. have made sense if this was off an Island in Dutch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, huge but it does like and it also makes sense for all of the um, the stuff we get in the last the second act and into the third act of Mm -hmm. of all of the like townspeople uh they're a very lively culture and it i mean i've never been to jamaica or those caribbean (laughs) islands but it seems like that's somewhat on and now they were giving away a lot of free stuff which i was like come on now (laughs) i know we're living in a disney paradise right now but well i had a question i have a really nitpicky question when when do you guys think this takes place at (laughs) Heck if I know. Like, I mean, it, it had it'd to be, probably be like piratey, like like he, ship navy era kind of thing. Yeah, you're probably talking about 1700s, maybe early 1800s. Like late 17. When when was steel started? When did steel start to get made? Uh, I mean, like I can, like I like 50 gallon iron or 50 gallon steel drums. Do you think? Anyway, while you're looking at that up, I'm going to tell you my nitpicky thing. There are steel drums all over in this movie, like, and you see people playing them. But if this movie is supposed to take place in like the late 1700s or the 1800s, I don't know that steel was even a thing. <laughs> and I know it's a fantastical made up world or whatever. And it's, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah. Were they steel or iron? I'm just, I think it's steel. Cause you make okay. it from 50 gallon drums is how you make steel pans. Gotcha. Well, or it's a way to make steel's steel been around since what I just researched, 1800 BC. Okay, but that doesn't mean oh. it was forged in. No, but they need to make like barrels. Yeah. like it's when they start making. Anyway, so whatever that is or not, I was just thinking that during the movie, I was like, yeah, like for everything being made of wood and like more natural materials, quote unquote. We sure do have a lot of steel pans just laying around that people are playing. Yeah. I am a little surprised that this movie isn't getting some flack from, for like white knighting. White um, knighting? Yeah. Because our, uh, the prince is white and he is oh. like this perfect, mm. oh, the perfect the, man yeah. um, that solves, you know, all the problems. Well, I think they, they say, like I said, uh, people, uh, well, well, there were, uh, there were a, early a, stuff before the movie came out. A mm-hmm. lot of people were pissed off that he was cast a white guy. I, uh, I think they, I think Disney kind of saved themselves a little bit. Like they had, they were getting ready to shoot themselves in the foot with that. I don't know why I'm making the motion of my hand. Getting ready to shoot themselves in the foot with that. But then I think they did one thing that kind of was able to quell that a little bit. We, okay. we can talk about it in uh, sure. spoilers though. But sorry, that was a big old rant. It's and, okay. We can uh, move um, to spoilers here soon because we got to leave yeah. here a little bit. We got a dinner to oh, get sorry. to. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, it's all no, good. good. Do you have any other spoiler free thoughts you want to say before we move on? I mean, there's not a lot. Okay. I mean, well, it's it's fine. Okay. Yeah, my biggest problem with this is just that it doesn't, these movies still just don't feel like they need to be made. Right. Because these, these movies were made as cartoons because they- you can, you, they, they make sense. They, well, and they have to be done with the computer. You right. can't do them with live action people. 
Um, you, now, I think Aladdin is an exception. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually don't even hate the Aladdin remake. That's one of my favorites that they've done. And the Cinderella remake is pretty good, too. Yes, the Cinderella remake is pretty good. And again, you can do all of that with yeah. live people. Beauty and the Beast. Was not my favorite. I liked okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Evermore's good. I liked it. There was only one Evermore. redeeming factor in that movie, and it was Emma Watson. But um, <laughs> but Lion King, um, uh, this one, Little Mermaid, yeah. um, and... I, think I don't know. Are they going to do Toy oh. Story next? <laughs> right. <laughs> and again, I would be Ew, like, why be are you? so creepy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, this was creepy why, at moments. Why don't they just yeah. do, I mean, yeah, the answer is staring in the face. Like millennials want Atlantis and Treasure Planet. Yep. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. W- they would make so yeah. much money. They would make a bazillion dollars. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, Trevor Planet will never be made. Trevor's uh, Planet. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to be like, well, unfortunately, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, Trevor, Treasure Planet will never be made as a live remake because Disney hates Treasure Planet. So, so sad. Uh, I don't know if they hate Atlantis as they, much. Yeah. I hope not because Atlantis was fantastic and I would love a remake of that. There's been a thousand fan casts and mm-hmm. 90% Cole of Sprouse. them 90% of them are good. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, recommendations. Cole Did you say Cole Sprouse? Yeah, people fan cast Cole Sprouse as Milo. He's not even my favorite fan. Cast. So cool. uh, Back in the day, one is Andrew Garfield. I see a lot of fan casts for him. Ooh, that, but that was like ten years ago. That's fair. He's, he's kind of old. Now. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. aged out of it. But back in the That's day, a way to say. yeah, when they were yeah, aged out instead of old. <laughs> yeah. But back in the day, he was like a perfect fit for me. Yeah. And there's a lot of other. Uh, Austin Butler has been another one that's been. A lot of people mm. have said. Um, Tom Holland, of course, because Ugh. Tom Holland's uh, fan casted as everything. He yeah. has to. You have He's a baby face. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you have to it's have someone really like, like structured. Yeah. Milo. He needs to yeah, he's got high cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. But thin thin a, long face. Yeah. Not okay. short. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. Recommendation. He's a big movie star, whatever. Yeah, uh yeah, it's fine. If you like long yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Sure. Probably not. I don't recommend <laughs> going to see it. Sure. It, you, I you wouldn't miss say this. you don't and, have to see it in theaters. And I'm not even saying that's bad. I'm just saying that I just wouldn't recommend you going and watch this yeah. movie. There's no real point. You already that's know true. the story. You've already seen the story yeah. since the 50s or 40s or whatever. 89 this is, made. is when it oh. Like, yeah. oh, it's a lot earlier. 89. Than I wow. yep. It was one of the first Renaissance Disney movies. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but no, there's there's no need to go watch this. Um, okay, we're going to do spoilers uh, right after this break. Okay, and we're back. We're back. After that short little break. Um, yeah, just get into... So, real quick, the White Knight thing. I think... Uh, I think th- So, I, two things I want to just get out the gate real quick since we're crunched for time. Um, uh, Ariel is the one that steers the ship that kills Ursula. Yeah. I think if Eric had done it, like in the original, I think they would have come after Disney. Um, but since she's the one that technically pulls the trigger... Um, that gives the agency back to her. I don't know how on par that was with the original, that whole scene. Yeah. But it seems very, very weak structurally. The whole last 15 to 20 minutes of this movie doesn't make sense. Er, Which leads into my other thing. Ursula's plan is to get Ariel. She says four or five times, then she'll be mine. And we never... What what does that mean? Yeah. I assume you're going to kill her because there's skulls and I a mermaid she would, like, skeleton. Be her slave. Yeah, well, it, I mean, we see at the very end she was just using it to. 
get right. the trident so, from yes. her dad. Which is fine. That if that was the case, if that was her plan, was I'm gonna get Ariel, she's gonna be in my servitude or whatever, so I can trade her for the trident. But then King Triton dies. Yeah. When yeah. he did, so what okay, why does that happen? And then she inadvertently kills her eels, whatever. And then she gets stabbed, whatever. Ariel but here's the thing. If Triton dies because the trident is taken from him, why don't they just take the trident from Ursula? Because doesn't that mean that she would die? I There's, thought he died because the eels shocked him to death. Yeah. They just got done shocking Ariel, he though. Just, yeah, he just lose. Well, they were like harder. torturing. Yeah, they were just torturing Ariel to get him to... It looks the exact same. It does yeah. look the same, yeah. See, and, we but, both have a problem with Ursula's, Ursula's plan. Mm-hmm. Mine, however, is in a different way. Her whole plan is to take away Ariel's voice. And mm-hmm. this is maybe even a fault in the first movie. I don't know. I can't sure. remember all that well. I can't but um, her plan is to take away Ariel's voice. And then Ariel has to, I mean, at least get a kiss from, mm-hmm. uh, what's his Eric. name? Eric. Eric. Uh, assuming that that's not the perfect woman for every man. A beautiful woman that doesn't mm. talk. That's. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to get it. <laughs> Your I mean, wife's right here. <laughs> what are you doing? This is a, this is a flawed plan from the start. You're just gift wrapping it right in oh front of him. Just saying. Was that your problem? Oh my gosh. Anyway, no, that was my joke problem. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Let's hear the real problem. <laughs> well, no, but, I mean, it does stand yeah. true though, because yeah. she doesn't talk, and they have a perfectly lovely time. They go on dates. He st- <laughs> he talks nonstop and just loves like chatting else, away. See, now, here's the thing between the Hans, the original Hans Christian Andersen story. She has to get him to recognize that it's her that saved him. Like, he has to verbalize, mm. oh, you're the one that saved me, not get a kiss. Hmm. And then oh. when she doesn't, the only way that she can, like, still live is she has to kill him. Ursula's like, if you, don't, if you, do, if you don't get to him to convince you in three days, you have to kill him or you die. And but he finds another he finds somebody else who he loves because he looks at Ariel as a friend and she makes the choice to not kill him and sacrifice herself. And so she dives into the sea and turns into the sea foam. So this is completely different. It's completely different. So I was right. They could have just had a completely new. Not, person it's, it's not completely different from the 89 movie, which is what they're re- replicating. Completely oh. different from the Hans Christian Andersen Oh, 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 tale. oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, okay. I my see my bad, saying. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Then what, okay, so then why does he come back? The, the trident falls and then it does some little glowy magic stuff off the cliff and all of a sudden he's Can reformed. Can she bring people back to life? Who? Ariel. I, I With her little... Siren voice. They never tell us that. That's they said you they, brought Eric back to life with your oh. you did your tricks on the human man. Yeah, but she didn't sing. The trident just hit the floor. That's true. Yeah. Maybe she was holding it so she had like extra power or something. Maybe. What but we're I'll, saying is they didn't explain it. And, and then, then like you don't have to explain everything, but you have to at least give enough clues to make sense. Right. For what you're showing on the on the screen. And it seemed like it was just a way. Oh, and also. Once the movie finished, I turned to Easton and I was like, was that the guy from No Country for Old Men? And he was like, yep. yep. Eric or? No, the uh, King Triton. Javier Bardem is his name. Oh, uh, I thought he was the brother on um, Everybody Loves Raymond. No, he's not. Uh, I know who you're talking about, though. Doesn't it look not, like him? Yeah, it, it does a little bit. But uh, Oh, that's him? Yeah. And what man, the heck? does he have one look 
for this entire movie. Yeah, yeah. his whole face is CGI'd. What is he supposed to That's do? That's true. That's well, why he looked like the other guy. He, his beard, even, his even, beard, hair, crown, body, yeah. armor, and <laughs> everything was CGI. The Not, only thing that wasn't CGI was this part of his this part of his face. <laughs> if you can look at if you're looking on online yeah. YouTube, you can see. That's all that he has to work with. I think so I, I looked up a little bit how they did this. They did what's called dry for wet, which is where they, they film everybody in person. And obviously they don't do all the movements, but they try to replicate what they're supposed to do underwater. Um, I think he is not CGI in the end where he's above water talking to her. Oh. However, that doesn't help his case because he looks exactly the same. Of yeah. Just, yeah. He just always looks yeah, frustrated does. in this movie. Um. Yeah. Anyway, well, to be fair, he is frustrated for a lot of this movie. <laughs> I'm curious if maybe he tried to do if he tried to do more stuff. Like maybe he did because he's a great actor. Um, I'm wondering if he tried to do some more things, and they either a told him they're not going to be able to do what he what he's trying or not going to be able to make that work, and they were like, you need to relax your face more, or they did, and then, like you said, Easton, they they just CGI'd the whole thing because he needs the beard for it. Mm. Um, so I I don't know. Yeah, you spoke about the ocean, and mm-hmm. I just have a few things. One, the CGI in the ocean was real hit or miss. Sometimes that was fine, other times it was awful. And yeah. Then, yeah, and then uh, when she's in her cave, uh-huh. she puts her hands in the sand, and it's just dry sand, oh, like on a beach. Yeah, yeah. it's not underwater sand. It's it just, not like flowing up around. There's like yeah. a little dust and stuff, but it looked like dry sand. Mm. And it like well, I dry underst- sand and wet sand look very different. Yeah. yeah. And like it's not going to look like wet sand after it's been like wet and then out right. of it. But it's not going to look like that. It right. looked like they just had her in dry sand and then just put that in the scene. And it looked really bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, my notes are on my phone. Oh, Because no. <laughs> I did have another thing that was underwater. Um, that just looked awful. While you're thinking, while you're thinking of it, the, I think my biggest problem with the underwater sequences was uh, they seemed to use this undertone of black, where, where they were like, "Okay, we're in the ocean; it's dark." Yeah, and because the ocean is dark and they're deep down, so everything needs. It's that same thing with earlier with flounder. Like they mm-hmm. they they take too much of the live in live action, and when they should have used man like. So, in, like, in Lord of the Rings, all the night shots were, I believe they were filmed either at, like, dusk or morning, and then they had a blue filter on to make mm-hmm. it look like it was night. Because guess what? Because then you can still see everything, and yeah. you can still see all the action happening. If they had just, and there's a, they do do it in a couple scenes. I noticed one at the end where they use a blue tint or a mm. blue undertone for the sea, and it looks so much more alive and so yeah. much nicer. Um they're just trying to be so realistic with these movies and I don't think it's working the way they want to. And they're, it's for kids, yo. Yeah. And all, I think maybe that's the problem actually is like we were saying next to two adults and I was kind of like, why are you guys here to see this? <laughs> <laughs> Disney adults are a thing. Oh no, they a hundred percent are. Yeah. I kind of feel like these remakes should just be like, we're going to like make an adult version of the story. Not yeah. like, not in 17 <laughs> adult, but right. like, um, or adults. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and like you could have that kind of stuff in it, but it would be like a we're going to show this story of and going to show the like truth and stuff behind it. It's not going to be a musical. We're not going to have lighthearted numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to show like we like this. Obviously, the story has uh, connected with people throughout a long time, yeah. but let's show a more realistic it's version like of it. Winnie the Pooh, no. except not as dark. <laughs> Blood and Honey. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a straight just horror movie. That's no, nothing but to I'm, do with I'm, I'm saying like they were making that for adults. Yeah. So like that, but not at all like So it. many new stories of that Winnie the Pooh has to tell. <laughs> There's going to be a lot because it's free mm-hmm. roam or free whatever you call it. Speaking of free, oh, yeah. uh, we could see Halle Bailey's whole feet, both of them were free in this movie that's true <laughs> yep Two. she showed it and i was yep. like feet fetish yeah, are creaming yeah. right now <laughs> he literally leaned over to me and said that i was like easton Moore. <laughs> it's a shot hey. a shot fit for quentin tarantino <laughs> <laughs> i thought of that as well oh my goodness yeah i uh, know anyway. what they're doing they're trying to get some extra sales that's right uh man and i kept thinking oh like all these Disney live action remakes, they just look the same. Like they all, they all honestly look like pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is what they look like, which were made in like 2010 or yeah. earlier. <laughs> well, the, the, the problem is, is that a lot of older movies had CGI as a piece of their film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they filmed a lot. They, they had green screen and back uh, blue screen stuff in the back to kind of fill in the spaces that they couldn't, put practical effects in and so the cgi looked good because they had a little like it wasn't as sprinkled it was sprinkled it wasn't as integral like to the actual story yeah like like the and the scenes that were like okay we have this cgi shot we're gonna film this thing and we're gonna need some cgi in post to really make this look good they could spend a ton of time doing that one thing and then the rest of it, they they didn't have they could be more loose right. on it, not spend as much time, blah blah blah. Now they're making movies that are ninety nine percent CGI, and so mm-hmm. there's just it's just too much. Now, if they had twelve years to make this movie, then it would look fantastic. well. They kind of did. Hasn't this been in production for like a long five time, years I plus feel. or something like that? I feel like it has for a long. I time. guess I guess COVID was a factor in it too because it was it was in COVID production film. pre pre COVID. So. Yeah, and but. Disney probably took a good year off of production yeah um i couldn't remember the other thing in my notes of what looked bad underwater um was it the shark maybe well, shark was the shark ad- being okay. abnormally large yeah right <laughs> but um i'm trying to think of all the things that happened yeah underwater. i mean really the, like we've said before the first act just takes way too long um mm-hmm. it's it's a real bore fest i almost fell asleep several times in the first hour I was the uh, the under the sea score was good, but it almost like lulled me to sleep more. Yeah, because I was already tired, and it was just a chill, yeah, fun song. So just I at that point was almost like gave in. Um, but then I think right after that is when the it started to get to the second act. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, I do really like um. I actually don't mind a lot of the scenes when it's Ariel and Eric on land. I think that's yeah. that's when it kind of did the boat did the best. It was a decent and it was bright. Yeah, like it kept you yeah. engaged. Yeah, and it was a decent. You know, they had good chemistry. Yeah, um, which is important. Um, I I don't know how much I loved the parents. I thought they were a little mm. rough around the edges, but I really liked the two quote unquote servants, um, Grimsby and uh, Lashana. Yeah, mm. I would. 
Yeah, I, I did too. I would, I would actually like to see like even a half an hour like short about Grimsby and the mother. I really like their interact. Mm. Just they're both caring for the kid and Evil Shauna too. But I, uh, yeah, I thought that was fun. I yeah. was getting really confused on who the king and queen were and who the mm. the two because they I were. I don't know that there was a king. I don't think the king was in it yeah. if he was alive. I think it was oh. just the mother. Yeah. I. And the servant mean, was just mean, sitting at the dinner table with them. I think so. Yeah. I think Grimsby was more of like a. Like a like a right hand man. Yeah, like well, that would make sense. Why I thought that uh, I was confusing the king and Grimsey because they were the (laughs) same exact person. person. Yeah, right. (laughs) I figured that was mom and dad. Right, because they said you would like you guys adopted me. Like, and that's what I said is like Mm -hmm. I would love to see a half hour thing of just like maybe have a secret little love affair or something like that. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) Talk about some adult Disney content. Let's go. (laughs) My word. (laughs) Sure, you can find it on Rule Thirty Four. Um. I don't like where this conversation is heading. <laughs> Let's pivot. Then move it. I, I had something else I was going to say, and I, I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't have anything else. Yeah. I, and there doesn't really need to be need to be anything. Aquafina didn't need to be in this movie. <laughs> um, you didn't se- like her uh, skin. You know what? We no. <laughs> the the seagull being underwater for three minutes was extremely stupid. I was going to say they, you. They and, tried to save it. You and yeah. I had a conversation about it earlier when we yeah. saw the, the trailer. trailer and I remember thinking, okay, well, like, you know, it, it, these seagull, maybe it's dives underwater for food, maybe blah, blah, blah. And, and so I was thinking, okay, maybe it's like 30 seconds. It just says something. It's like, okay, I have to go back out of the surface or something. Yeah. But like, no, it's a full three minute conversation. I get some yeah, yeah. Right. At the very end. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not a whale. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, so at the oh, end, oh, and so before we get off Aquafina and the seagull thing, uh-huh. I love how we just completely go right past the fact that Aquafina just swims down and murders one of their, yeah, oh, well, kills a fish, fish and eats it, yeah, right in front of them, yeah, and does not care at all. Yep, it's like, oh yeah, there's definitely an economy of just eating each other, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Like I, we're not gonna talk about it. Yeah. That's like me I just. Noticed that too. It's like me just yeah. going and frying up an Asian and being like, you know, Easton more. Easton. Good gracious! Like, hey, you know what? Hey, we're all good. And then I go and talk to you know Stop another Asian friend. Anyway, <laughs> I'm saying past that. that's pivoting. how wild that is. <laughs> again, pivoting again. Um, hey, go I'll, go go before he has so a chance to talk. My, at the end, we get this like we you kind of get this you idea like food? that. We kind of get this idea that uh, that mer people or like sea creatures and and humans are maybe going to start interacting again because mm-hmm. uh, they all show up. I tell you what, some of those mermaids be looking super fine, yeah. and for Ariel to pick the most basic looking dude on the face of the planet when she had like this like society to pick from of just peak like physical condition people. Like, I think Ariel maybe just needed to, like, have a timeout in her room or something to get past all this wanting human leg stuff. Yeah. Well, we, uh, one, she's just, yeah, she's just obsessed with human culture in general. Mm -hmm. And then she just happens to see and fall in love with the prince. And I guess you can't pick who you fall in love with. 
Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's both true. Easton, you're show, speaking of showing the feet for free. Come hey, on, man. Hey, put those away. Put those bad get, boys get away. The, get those dogs out of here. I have to itch my foot, so no. Okay. Oh. Um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. We should probably wrap up anyway. Okay. What you got? On oh, ratings. what do I got for ratings? What do you got? Oh, I got a three. I got a three, too. Two and a half. Nice. <gasps> two and a half. Look at that. Two, seven, five. I guess it'd be more like two, two, ninety. For the average. Oh. <laughs> like, nobody said seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, well, that's our review of that. Um, we will be back. Whatever that was. <laughs> we'll be back with something not Disney, thank God. Uh, although it's kind of Disney. It's uh, Sony? Yeah. I So it's not Disney, but it's Disney akin um, <laughs> because it's Marvel. But not Marvel Marvel. So, um, Okay. Uh, thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Oh, <laughs> the next live action Disney remake is set to be Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. What the heck? Yep. Lay off. You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! What do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. All right, to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well... You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.